Hi, and welcome to the My Bloody Website Podcast, where we talk about all things online, especially for small and medium business owners or marketers. I'm Daryl King, and I've been running a web agency for over 25 years. I'm here with my co-host, Ed Pelgan. He's been running his online marketing agency for just as long. Our goal is to cover things in a way anyone can understand and can improve how you'll use online for your business. This is episode 37, uh, July 26, 2018, and it's titled, What Happened With SSL? Hey, Ed, how you going? Uh, good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, really good. Really good. Um, I enjoyed our uh, last few episodes. You know, we went on a bit of a tangent, sort of challenging people to, you know, think about stuff. Uh, there was some really good traction on a couple of those that, I don't know, for whatever reason, they got a lot of, a lot of lessons, a lot of sharing and stuff, so that was great. Um, today, we're going to get back into the nuts and bolts. But, uh, what's been going on in online kickstart world? Mate, I've been doing a lot of audits lately, looking at um, campaigns for people, making sure things are working. It's been really quite interesting. Some lots of uh, insights, actually. Maybe, maybe <laughs> we'll share them in one of these episodes in the next few weeks. Excellent, excellent. Well, um, this this episode I want to talk about this week is timely. Like we're at the end of July, the first of July, there were some changes, and we harped on it. And I look back, at, we first harped on episode two, which is a little while ago, where we talked about. SSL and just keeping his <laughs> and and we've we've talked about it on the way through when we talked about things that people need to do when we're talking about you know making sure your website's going well. But uh, July 1, 2018 was when Chrome Update came out and started uh, marking sites that didn't have SSL implementation done properly as insecure. Well, actually, it's Chrome 68, which is the actual version that's updating, right. and it's 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 pending update now i've been trying to check and check and check but you're right uh, the, the the difference between 67 and 68 sorry for those who are, who are looking for technicalities 67 shows a little um gosh i'm getting slow a little icon a little circular icon yep. which indicates that it's not secure 68 oh sorry 67 68 will actually show not secure so yeah that, is, that is going to be the kicker yeah that that's the big one that's you know going to make a big difference and so i think what we really want to do is make people understand just in simple terms what the impact is. And I've seen um, a lot of people sort of um, being more cognizant of it. Like we, we've talked about it for a while, but now that people are starting to see it, now that the, there was a date put out, like everyone heard July 1, which is why I use that date. And, and, and it's, of course, it's dependent on whether you update Chrome. You know, if you don't have an updating Absolutely. Chrome, you won't see it straight away. But there are other impacts as well, as, and there's going to be impacts as far as what's showing up in search results. Mm. One thing I want, what I think you should talk about is why people still keep screwing up the migration. Because I've um, almost every campaign that I've looked at in the last two or three months, where they've either done an, a migration to SSL or they still they said they've implemented SSL and it's not working on the site. I'm, I'm, they're constantly screwed up. You know, someone's like I talked to you the other day. Someone did an SSL implementation and it's not working. Um, and there are others where they're doing these implementations, but the SSL, um, the little uh, secure sig- sig- sorry, <laughs> the security symbol on the browser is still showing as insecure. So maybe you can talk about that. Yeah, I, I think that's what the idea behind this episode really was. It was just, hey, how do you know as a business owner or as a marketing person that's mm-hmm. responsible for this? Or it could be technical. You know, it might not be your area, especially beyond the web. Uh, how do you know that it's done right? And it's not as simple in some cases of just saying, oh, the homepage has got that little secure badge. 
move on. And that's where I think people get tripped up. And it's an ongoing thing too. It's something you actually have to pay attention to. So the, the, one of the key things that you see is the mixed content warning. So uh, for people listening, if you look, let, let's start with what to look for. So if you're in your browser, uh, when you go to your website, it should say, uh, there should be a little green padlock and it should say secure. Now, depending on the browser, sometimes it's just a padlock and sometimes it says secure. But we'll use Chrome as an example. It has a green padlock on the, in the left of the URL line, then it has the word secure, then it has a pipe, and then it shows the URL. And they also highlight the HTTPS as green. So you can really see what secure means, that instead of HTTP. So that just an S on the end shows the difference. Now, if it shows green, then it's saying that the SSL implementation is correct on that URL. And it is not, oh, well, I went to my homepage. That means my whole site's secure. That is uh, incorrect. Now, the next thing down is if it doesn't show that and the URL is HTTPS but it's insecure, then the HTTPS will be grey, I think is the um, correct way it looks, and it has a, the little eye uh, symbol, like information symbol in a circle, and that's the bit which will soon show not secure. Now, if you click on that, uh, and same as you can click on this, secure when it's secure and you get a little pop-up and it'll tell you connection is secure if you go to one that isn't secure it'll tell you this connection is not secure it's a warning and you can actually dig in more and find out what it is but a common problem is mixed content and what mixed content means is i have a page that is being processed under https but there are resources within the page being called from an http URL. So that means they're being called from insecure. And one of the things with secure pages is they can't be secure if, they, if even just one icon being called is coming from insecure. So, so, so what's, maybe, yeah, what's yeah. the most common cause of that, of this mixed content issue? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, so good. So like uh, a common thing you'll see in WordPress themes is that they might have inbuilt built calls to font files. So say, or you know, icons like um, font awesome is one. Now, if the theme hasn't been updated in the world or you're one of those people that hasn't done the updates or you're using a bad theme, in the source files, they are still referencing that library of files using HTTP. So it's actually a very, very quick fix. That's one thing. Um, and, and you can get other things like that. You can have a plugin that calls resources externally. So somewhere in the site, it's calling. And this is why it's not just about the homepage. You actually have to look at each of the pages um, because the plugin might only be invoked on your about page. And so the about page might be insecure, but you're not going to look at that. Uh, other ones, and a very, very common one, you talk about the term migration. So what we mean by migration is my site was non-HTTPS and I made it HTTPS. So I moved it to HTTPS. And that, that's probably the most common time that things go wrong. The reason that they go wrong is that there are typically uh, references in the site code or the database of the site, which are HTTP colon slash slash. So, the, so for example, let's just use the URL of like a generic contact page mm -hmm. on you know, like the, our site. So mybloodywebsitepodcast.com slash contact. Now, you could have relative pathing where it's just slash contact stored in the database. That will work anywhere. But when you have a full URL in there, absolute, it's going all the way through HTTP colon slash slash, then that has to change. And until you change that, 
your site will be will show mixed content. Right. Right. So is it something that I can do myself or the average punter can do? Or seriously, do we need to contact the web developer? Uh, look, depends on your platform. So if you've got a very small site and it's, you know, I don't know, it might be your logo file is hard-coded into a widget and you put it there and you know how to do it, it's as simple as changing the, the, the call. But if you, so say you're using something like WordPress and you've had the site for a few years and you've got some posts and pages, this is where I would probably say get your web dev involved or your hosting company involved. I run a script. Uh, it's called Search and Replace. And if you go to the you Google Search and Replace, you know, um, on, on Google, the um, and I'm not sure we'll link it directly. <laughs> like I don't want everyone to go there. If you read the warnings, this is actually a dangerous script for your site. So if you installed it on your site, ran it yourself, you could break your site. But more importantly, if you forget to delete it, it is a site. It is a script that could be used to do nefarious things on your site. So yeah, it's something to be used with extreme caution. But if you know what you're doing, these types of scripts allow you to process across the database and say, find every instance of HTTP colon slash slash mybloodywebsitepodcast.com and replace it with HTTPS colon slash. And you do exact thing. You run a dry run of it. Then you say, yep, that found stuff, run a live run, and it literally goes through the database and changes things. Now, believe you, believe you me, you can really mess things up by putting the wrong slashes in the wrong place or yep. doing it inadvertently, you know, and, and you can make a bit of a mess. So I would suggest you get someone else to look at it. The key thing is identify the pages that have problems. So when you go back to your developer, you could say, you know, I found four pages that appear to have mixed content or yep. have an SSL warning. Could you please resolve these? Yeah. I've just been looking, as we've been talking, I've been looking at a few sites and I've noticed that, you know, one implementation is the homepage is secure. And then I go to some of the internal pages and there's a tiny little link to an old icon or something like yeah. that, which is showing the mixed signal. And it's, it's just one of those small things you want to just address, uh, you know, sooner than later. Not that you, the, the world will end, but it's worth cleaning them up, right? Because it's, it's going to yeah, be... Yeah, and, and look, it's, it sends errors. And when you look at, you know, like if um, you look under the hood, you look, it's common. I mean, the people have hard coded calls to analytics type things or, you know, other JavaScript libraries that were hard coded into the theme. So if you have a child theme in WordPress or you have custom code site, you know, in the, the header includes there's these hard coded references because that's how you do it. And those need to be corrected. But I guess the key thing about this is being observant and knowing what it means. You don't want your site to come up to say not secure to people. Like you just, that's that's not yeah. good from trust signal. It sends the wrong message, um, and it's it's super important you you resolve that. I mean that's you know that, that's a that's a key thing. So that the other common problem is that people don't have a um, global server side redirect from non h from non HTTPS to HTTPS. So what I mean by that is if I typed in a URL on your site with HTTP. For a lot of sites, it renders as HTTP. But if I type HTTPS, that renders as well. So technically, we now have duplicate content. We have two iterations of the of the content. Yep. And if you set it up correctly, you and this is something that if you are a little bit okay with editing stuff on your website, you can do. And that is in the htaccess file on your site, you can put a couple of lines of um, code mm -hmm. that, Say, hey, any URL that's non-HTTPS, make it get redirect to HTTPS. So if you've got the odd thing page that 
you know, is a bit like, you know, du- duplicitous like that. It just takes that out of the equation. It handles it for you at, on the server side so that the user just gets it. Now, in theory, you want to resolve any links that go to HTTP and, and you know, so they're not hops in the, in the whole equation. But the core thing is to make sure that the, the site is set up. And I, I had someone fixing a site with this two days ago. Yep. And it was actually commented out in the HD access file. They had actually implemented it. It was commented out. And that could be because the development environment didn't have HTTPS. So the developers commented it out while they were working on it. So they didn't keep getting all these browser warnings. And then when they put that file back live, it wasn't uncommented. So you really have to keep your eye on it because it's not like a, well, I fixed it in July, 2018. It's done. I never have to worry about it again. That's right. And I was just—I should say—the the simplest way to do this, if you want to see that there are in fact, you know, if you want to find out what URL or what link is causing the issue, it's like if you see a page and it's not secure, you can just right-click on it and view the source, the, the HTML code, and then just do a, a a find function and search for HTTP colon, and then yeah. it'll just flag up the URL, and then you'll be able to say to your web developer, "Hey, here's the link to an image or a resource that is not HTTPS. Can we fix it up?" And if you're using, say, Chrome, for example, like we talked about, and you do the right click around a page and use inspect, and you can actually go into the console and it will actually show you which files are being called insecurely. And so then you can actually search for the file. So, that, you know, like you can, if you go to those sites, you can actually see quite clearly. So your developer knows how to do those things. So it's yeah. not hard to find it. Um, yeah. I will say, though, that I have found instances of themes where it's a clusterfuck. Like it's just... <laughs> The way that it's stored, like, you know, like without an update from the theme developer, it's just a mess. And I actually had to recommend to someone to say, uh, unless you're prepared to invest in the premium support from this theme and hit them up and see if they've done a fix, you've actually, you know, it's not an easy fix. It's, you know, this was baked into their framework. It was very cumbersome. And they had these ridiculous calls out that should have been updated already. And, you know, there was no update showing for the theme. Yeah, you know, sometimes they don't show. So it was like, you know, it wasn't just a simple fix. And the problem with that too is that, you know, you rolled out some version of the theme that might be five iterations later because these guys haven't been keeping it up to date. It might make more fundamental changes to the site. So it's not always simple if you leave things long. So I think that goes to if your plugins are up to date, your WordPress is up to date or your Drupal is up to date or your whatever it is that if you're using open source software, if they're totally up to date, you're, you're okay. Now, if you're using some hosted and things like Shopify or, you know, big commerce or things like that, in most cases, you're not going to have to think about this as much. If you've implemented HTTPS, they tend to have that covered for you, but don't assume that everyone's got it covered. This is another check that you periodically need to do. Pay attention to what you see in the URL line. Um, you'll be surprised what shows up there and, you know, learn from it and just check it and don't just check your homepage. Hmm. I'd suggest that if anyone's interested and wants to chat to someone, uh, why don't they reach out to Daryl? His contact details are on the About Us section of the website, you know. Um, yeah, sure. And, and Facebook page, you know, ask a question, put it on there. We'll find ways to do it. I'll put the um, the uh, code that goes into the HD access file in the resources section. It's okay. it's really simple to cut and paste and put a couple of notes there just to instruct it. But it's the sort of thing, if you get a bit of blowback from you, oh, I'm not really sure how to do that. That's a server thing. You go, dude, right, this here, here's the notes and yep. potentially even link out. I might, I might link with it out to a Stack Overflow article or something like that that just shows, you know, has a bit of Q&A around it so people understand. But 
that's that's for that one. But as far as um, you know, just checking it's secure. Anyone can do that, and easy, pretty straightforward. What about anything else that you've seen with security? You you know, browsers. Well, I, I think that's it for. The, I would consider this episode a community service announcement and a reminder <laughs> to check this out. Um, it's it's something simple to check and it's relatively easy to fix. Um, so get to it. Excellent. What do you reckon, Daryl? Is that it for today? I reckon. Excellent. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of the My Bloody Website podcast. For everything about My Bloody Website, check out bloodywebsite.com. And when you get there, make sure you click on the subscribe by email button on the top right so you don't miss anything bloody website related. If you'd like to check out the show notes for this episode or any past episode, all of that information can be found at bloodywebsite.com. If you'd like to reach out to Daryl or myself, as I said, you can find ways to talk to us on the About Us page of the website. And lastly, if you want to support the show, you can do that by telling another website owner about the show and by visiting Apple Podcasts and leaving an awesome review. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. <laughs>